Hi, Pat from Unside Pop Punk here. Living in Minnesota, you all probably think we're a bunch of super sexy lumberjacks because of our beards and our flannels. Well, you couldn't be closer to the truth. Our weather is so insane and unpredictable, it's just easier to be prepared. That's why I get my flannels from OnlyFlans. OnlyFlans is a music lover's new favorite shop. They take merch from your favorite bands and customize the back of the flannels with those shirts. All flannels are handmade and are one of a kind, meaning no one will ever have the same flannel as you. You can find your favorite pop punk, emo, rock, or hardcore bands such as Blink-182, My Chemical Romance, Motionless and White, Motley Crue, and much more. There are new releases weekly, so make sure you follow them on their Instagram and TikTok at OnlyFlans, spelled O-N-L-Y-F-L-A-N-N-Z. And make sure you stop by www.onlyflans.com. Once again, that's www.onlyflans.com and pick up your new favorite flannel today. Thank you so much again to OnlyFlans for sponsoring today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? And I'm doing the intro today because I was late to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Apple, for updating my uh, Macintosh. Macintosh. That, that, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> dude, we had Frazier from Chief State on. And uh, mm-hmm. we, yeah, this, this, this was a really... F- derailed podcast uh i i mean i personally love it when it gets derailed but like i mean i also joined what halfway through you literally so. joined and derailed all I, all at the same time th- literally <laughs> it was like instantaneous i heard best buy and drums and was like let's fucking go you know what i mean like it just Dude, sometimes sometimes can, you just gotta do what also, you gotta do can we also talk about how our our D and D campaign is growing Dude, and growing. The like, need. If you guys, zeal. if you guys don't know about uh, our growing D and D campaign, hit us up because yeah. our uh, our crew is getting it's getting ready and it's going to get wild and crazy. And uh, why don't we get into the episode and we'll, well kind of uh, and oh, real quick wait, before we get into the wait. episode, we wanted to start something uh, really. Well, we wanted to try and start something. Uh, we want to see you guys at shows. So if you guys yeah. have uh, visited a show, this. yeah, remember how we were actually like trying to actually put we it talked into, about this. We, we talked, talked about, about this, this once. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've brought it up a couple times on the old Instagram too. Yeah. But we're going to try to actually make this a, a thing. So if you guys have attended a concert this week uh, between uh, Monday and Monday, please share the photos. Uh, comment uh, our name on whatever it is. Yeah, tag us on punk, tag, tag us, us on Instagram. Hashtag Twitter. it. Mm-hmm. Hashtag see you at the show, and we'll be following that. Um, and yeah, we will I share think, it as well. Absolutely, this is going to be another fun way. And if you're in a band uh, that is promoting your shit, um, hashtag see you at the show. We want to be able to uh, start a, a brand new community within the community that we've yeah. kind of already started. Yeah, we want to. We want to also, you know, in- include. Not only just bands and artists, but you know, fans and the fans. people going to the shows because you can't have a show without the people watching mm-hmm. the show. And Absolutely. so, like, if you're out there watching our show, take a little snapshot, hashtag see you at the show, and tag unsigned pop punk, and we'll share it. And you can see us see yourself on our page. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's gonna cool. be fun. You can see what everybody else in your community is up to. Yeah. Yeah, and check fun. out. You can check out all the shows that have been going on throughout that week. It uh, doesn't matter yeah. if it's a local show or a, a big, big show. show. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's a huge full out concert. Who cares? Just a show. Get out and go Get see out the show and see music. See music. See a band. Listen to music. Yeah, there we go. That said, let's get into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. Today, we've got Frazier from the band Chief State on the show. Chief State's a pop punk band from Vancouver, Canada, who just released their latest album, Waiting for Your Colors, on July 1st. Welcome to the show, Frazier. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Heck yeah. How have things been? Pretty busy? Yeah, uh, it's been pretty busy. We've just gotten back from uh, a month out on the road. 
Um, we uh, we went out on tour with with a couple of different bands, you know, a couple of different tours during that time. And uh, we got home, I think, about a week and a half or two weeks ago. So it's been pretty hectic. Um, obviously, all this coincided with the the release of the album as well. So it's, right. it's been a pretty busy time. Heck yeah. Who are you just out with? Uh, we we did the first couple of weeks with Calling All Captains, sure, mm-hmm. um, and then we did the last portion with Wilmette and fucking uh, oh yeah, that okay. were your scores, yeah. I just had a complete brain. <laughs> yeah, sure, no worries. <laughs> were the shows really good then? They the were, tour? yeah. We had some really good shows in this one. I mean, this is our third time in the U.S., and okay. uh, these were, I think, the best shows that we had done. Um, we, we had played some shows earlier when we were starting off in 2018 with Belmont. So a few oh, of those nice. were really cool. Um, but yeah, these some of these shows were really you know comparable with that. And uh, we we had some Tuesday night shows, you know, of course it happens. Oh, but um, uh, Absolutely. For the most part, yeah, the shows were you know, fantastic. Where was this last uh, run? Was it like kind of the entire uh, United States or just like West, East Coast or? Yeah, we got, we got as much done as we could. Uh, we went down the West Coast um, and then through across Arizona into Texas, and then did Texas. Um, and then we met up with the uh, the dudes in Cerro Scores and, and Will met up in the Midwest and then did a run around there. Okay. We were supposed to come back through and, and play a few shows on the way home. Vehicle issues meant that we, we kind of finished off in Chicago and Omaha okay. um, instead of doing the you know, through Denver and, and Salt Lake City and, and sure. a couple of other shows booked, but we did as much as we could. Heck yeah. I mean, those aren't a, those aren't a bad spot to end, you know, Chicago and, and Omaha are usually always pretty good spots. So. Hell yeah. Chicago is, I think, easily <laughs> the best show and Omaha. Funny. We, it's kind of quite a bit of an obscure place. It's a place that I never really had heard of. <laughs> when Where did you play at? Was it Reverb Lounge? Um, or no this time we actually we ended up doing a fourth of july house party on a lake private event so hell yeah um yeah we've just ended up in omaha quite a few times and it's yeah it's always really it's a good spot yeah yeah yeah. i i really enjoy uh omaha i actually was just in omaha a couple weeks ago randomly so because we're uh, i'm currently in minnesota all the way up north okay yeah up in Duluth, so I'm about two hours from Canada. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we <laughs> we did have a show booked in Minneapolis, and that was one of the shows that that had to get cut with the the vehicle. In the end, what had happened is um, our vehicle died basically, and we had to leave it in Chicago for part of the tour ah. um, to get fixed. And in that time, we we had found we found a rental for an RV and. Um, that's how we kind of finished what we could, but that rental had a date and a deadline to get it. Gotcha. To um, and so that's why we ended up having to, you know, cancel. where were you, uh, supposed to be in Minneapolis? Do you remember? Um, I, it was, I think I want to say cadence records was, the, Oh, cadence records. I, yeah, that's a good place. It's a, that's a, that's a really fun venue. It's, it's small, but it's mm-hmm. one of those venues that's like, you know, easy to, it's easy to pack out. It's a smaller area and the crowd's always really good at cadence records. It's a good, it's a fun spot. Yeah, for sure. That's we, we had a couple of local bands on that show and they were telling me about it. So it's pretty excited for that one. Um, sucks that we couldn't make it happen next time though. Next time. <laughs> so you began releasing singles and promoting uh, the new album in March uh, mm-hmm. Four months prior to the release of the album, for mm-hmm. our listeners that are in bands and looking to learn more about releasing their own music, what would mm-hmm. you say is the benefit to starting your promotion that early and releasing multiple singles ahead of the album compared to releasing an album or an EP all at once? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I'll start by saying there's definitely, in my experience, no right or wrong way of doing this. Um, I think with we started a little earlier or rather we released a little later than we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that was to do with the tour and how we wanted things to line up with, with that release um, and getting the album out kind of near the middle of that tour. So 
um, that's why we did it that way. Uh, it, but personally, I, I prefer to get at least, you know, two or three singles out. And mm -hmm. ideally, I would say kind of two to three months after the first single bringing out the album. That's kind of how I would want to do it. And, and sure. I think it, that way, because you just kind of build up more hype with mm -hmm. the singles. Every time you release one, you can push the, uh, you know, the pre-sales on the album and pre-sales on merch and that sort of thing. So that was the, the idea. That was the goal. Um, it was this campaign was pretty successful for us, like in terms of comparing it with previous releases. Um, so, I mean, you, maybe it works taking four months, who knows, but uh, I don't know. Ideally I'd say two or three months is probably the way to go. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, I agree with that. Um, you know, that's one of the things we've talked about on the show a few different times before it's um, it's better to be able, putting out singles ahead of an album, you know, as, as many as you, as you can, because that just gives you something to constantly promote for yourself. If you mm -hmm. put out an album all at once, you have that one thing now. That That is your one thing to promote. And now how do you spread that out? You for know? sure. And I mean, it definitely works for some bands. Like, for example, uh, uh, No Pressure just dropped that album out with nothing. You know, no, <laughs> no promo, nothing. They just said, album's out. And, you know, for bands maybe with a, kind of more of a cult following or that sort sure. of thing mm -hmm. um perhaps that works i think it for smaller bands like like us um you know we've got to do a bit more of the, the promo and the pushing and the hey 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 we're still yes. here we're doing we're, stuff. remember us we are here we're here yeah. yeah oh absolutely yeah and and especially with nowadays with you know social media and uh, attention spans being significantly shorter you know, uh, it it takes a lot more to get your name stuck in someone's head. You know, you oh, gotta yeah. you gotta work harder. You gotta push harder. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I, uh, Chief State formed in 2016. You released your first two EPs. Uh, I just need some time, and I just need some more time in 2017. How would you say your music has grown since that first EP? Well, he's doing me dirty there, dragging up but <laughs> the, the old dirt. It's you good know, stuff, the, though. <laughs> um, that's actually really funny you mention it because, and it's it's a weird situation. We had to kind of go through a talk about that EP. You won't find it on your regular um, streaming services anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we decided that it didn't do us justice uh you know that first ep we you know we started practicing as a band in mid 2016 and and right. dropped that um i think first or second month of 2017 and we were like hey we're a band and <laughs> a lot of that was just i think me just wanting to get going with it because we had already been writing for a couple of years and i was just getting sick so like you know we pushed that we rushed that i would say um and yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think it was last year we were just like, you know, it's it doesn't do us justice. Let's let's cut it. Let's get it out. It does exist online. You can find it in mm -hmm. certain spots. Um, if anyone really wants to go digging for it, um, it wasn't that hard. I found it. <laughs> Bandcamp and YouTube. There you go. Um, you know, it's, it's actually really funny. I was in the car today and driving to work, and uh, one of those songs came on shuffle, and I hadn't heard that song. I'm not kidding. In years, <laughs> and I was awesome. like. You know, it wasn't that bad. You know, recording quality no. was pretty poor, cool, but it wasn't. No, it, they're but they're good. They're solid songs, though, man. They're they're good I songs. It, I think that's what it was. It, you know, if we talk about it now, we'd probably say that we rushed a little bit of that. Um, I think in terms of how we grew from that to nothing more than this, which is what we kind of officially consider our first EP. Mm -hmm. um, you can obviously hear it in the production quality. Um, but songwriting, I think we, we really tried to push for, I think, catchier hooks, mm -hmm. stronger leads. The, leads are, the lead guitar is massively different between the two EPs. Sure. Um, and yeah, I think the, the hooks really, the choruses, we wanted to really blast and get people, get it in people's heads. And I think we went a little bit faster with a couple of those songs as well. We, we you know, we just kind of gave it a lot more time and consideration with that sure. and 
um, I guess in general, that's kind of what I'd say the major differences were. I mean, quality wise, it's, it's still, I mean, for a first EP, it, it's still good. Bears finally here. Uh, but so, I mean, what I was going to say with that though, is like, I mean, most bands first EPs are just like, we made music, let's get it out there. This is going to be awesome. You know, and you're just stoked to release something. You're not typically thinking of um, the highest quality every time. I think when I recorded one of my band's first EPs is we didn't even know how we had, we, we completely self-produced it and we had no way to record drums. So we had a friend that, um, worked at Best Buy when Best Buy had a music area. Um, and uh, we recorded the drums on a like an electronic drum kit inside Best Buy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you use I mean, what you however got. However you got to do it, right? You, however yeah. you got to do it. But that's, I mean, that's creative as hell, considering, you know, you kind of self-produce it and had no idea how to do it. Right, um, you know. You know, whatever works. And, you know, that was the first one. And then after that, we, you know, went into his studio. And I think that's, that's, you know, typically how you even want to go about stuff. You're just trying to get out there at first. And then you're like, okay, well, this is, this was wrong. (laughs) So let's do it. Let's learn from that. That's fair. For sure. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's (laughs) it's, It's a pleasure to be here. Truly. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah nice of you to join us <laughs> so, you're, talking about, you're talking about creative uh creative ways to to record shit well we were just talking about you know their first couple uh, their first two eps that were mm-hmm. secretive and hidden now and i found yeah. them uh took some, and took some digging <laughs> took some digging and you know and then we're just talking about you know how the evolution of chief state from there fair enough i just yeah. uh, i came in on the right time to, to for you to tell the story of uh recording drums at a best buy yeah, yeah. I remember that i think that's pretty pretty freaking cool it, what, so something that i've been like uh taking up slowly is uh, recording drums and best buys uh yeah actually <laughs> no uh creating uh sound banks okay. um oh, nice. so uh basically just dipping like the tiniest toe into the waters of like becoming a foley artist or like trying to figure out like what it takes not like as a career option but like i kind of want to see how they do it or how you get all these cool production sounds like uh one of the like some of the producers i follow in order to get these like big cinematic sounds that that they're looking for they take like a little uh back scratcher like uh, like a massage like a back massage tool and they run it along um, a cello string and it creates this really like like big like eerie sound and I'm like I'd love to be able to do something something similar like how just can make I sound just make sounds and just like make different <laughs> sound banks so you're talking about like you know recording drums at a Best Buy it's like let's do that let's let's fucking go around town with, like Best Buy with a mic just like like what is this? What if I what if I take this video game and I just smack it against the counter? What is that gonna sound like? <laughs> That's honestly so sick and inspiring. My girlfriend just got a one of those massage gun things. I don't have a cello, but I have a guitar. So if you hear anything oh, dude. Yep. in the next couple of years that comes out by Chief State, it's like blah, 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 blah. dude, dude, I'll bet I'll bet <laughs> you could make a really like wicked sound out of that though. Just uh-huh. using that, like turn the gain all the way up and stuff. And- Do this. If you've never if you've never done this before, take a uh, a, a a bow, like a violin bow or a cello bow, and run mm-hmm. it on your guitar. Yeah, that makes it. That's 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 really cool. Um, Also, if you ever want to like, like, increase your scope of sound without actually having to like do anything really different, buy yourself a fretless guitar or a fretless bass, and just watch what you can do with that. Even with the slides and the movements, like, it's so cool. (laughs) You wait, fucking twenty twenty (laughs) four state prog punk. Just, Rock punk, yeah. just gonna be just gonna be like just noise just yeah noise yeah. punk this time it's coming it's coming, it's coming. nothing wrong with that oh yeah 
So with that, there are a lot of incredible pop punk bands coming out of Canada right now, including you guys, Colin All Captains, Nicholas Rage and Costin. The list goes on. Like, can you mm. tell us a bit about the music scene up there? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird because I, I moved here because I wanted to be close to the U.S. and start a band. But not uh, be in the U.S., which but is not fair. Be in the US, yes. Which, I mean, from the outside, I, I've been to the U.S. multiple times now and I can safely say that it's a beautiful place full of beautiful people. Yes. You just have a couple of bad eggs. and But the problem well, is a lot yeah. of bad a lot of with, a, with some of the policies. We've got a, we've got a couple of good eggs. We've you know? got a, a couple of policies. good eggs. <laughs> yeah, some of the recent policies. It's a, a little bit more than a couple of bad eggs. But it's, it's you know what's uh, sad. It's you want to know what's sad about that right now? He probably knows more about American politics than the average American does. Hmm. It's, think I think about get, that for a second. We we typically <laughs> get the bad news. That's what I mean, and so. Kind of so if if you want to know, let's get political for a second. If you want to know, it's not. <laughs> no, I know. If you want to know, like news, like like actual unbiased news about like America, watch like the BBC or watch something from Canada. Yeah. Like if like you'll actually get like what's going on. Otherwise, you're gonna get something that's like just paid for ratings, and that's some exactly. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, there are a lot of nutty things about the U.S. That's for sure. Man, I must have just joined and like thrown this podcast off the rails. This you is did. Fun. We were we were on like a good track, and then you come in swinging, <laughs> just come in talking about foley artists and American politics. <laughs> you know the, the basics. It's the times. I mean, if we had this interview maybe four months ago when we were talking about it, um, we probably wouldn't be so kind of riled up because of the uh, right. recent policies and the recent news. Yeah. It's insane. It's crazy. Uh, I was going to defend your country for a while there because <laughs> every time I've been there, the only thing worth defending in the U.S. is pop punk. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> okay, but every time I've been there, you know, it's it's a it's a great place, uh, and this it's, it's so beautiful. Like, yeah. like if you want to talk about like, you know, you just and we've had this, we've talked about this on the podcast a couple times, but if you want to talk about what life is like in the music scene, not even just industry, but the music scene. In the U.S., it's it's exponentially greater and bigger than than other countries that we've like interviewed. So we interviewed royals from the U.K. and they're talking about how like people won't drive thirty minutes to go see their favorite band. They want their favorite band to come to them, and it's like people around here because of how big the states are drive two and a half, three hours, four hours even just to go see their favorite band. Like yeah. we cross yeah. state lines, all sorts of stuff all the time. Like sometimes if I want to, I just drive to Illinois for a day, you know, like it, it's not that big of a deal. Whereas mm -hmm. if you take that same mentality in like the UK, it's like, dude, you just went like three countries over. <laughs> like, like I don't know. hundred percent. And I mean, yeah, we've had people in that last tour just, just done now, drove five hours, drove six hours. And it's, that's mm -hmm. insane just to see a small band, you know, um, I'm from the UK. People don't go to London. I live an hour and 45 minutes away from London and people don't go, never go. And if, if they do go, it's a weekend event. It's not a day trip. It's a weekend event. But it's only an hour and 25. That's like, it's insane. Like um, if you were like, some, I drive two I had and a job. half hours to band practice. Dude, all, yeah. And like, and I'm sitting here like, sometimes <laughs> I've commuted an hour to work. So that's an hour there, hour back. It's like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. But apparently it's, that's like unheard of. <laughs> like, uh, you know, back every time I go home and visit, it's like, hey, should we go here? And it's oh, such a big effort. It's a 13 minute drive. It's like, it's, a 13 it's minute like, drive. That's my, that's my transit to work every day, right? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, 20 um, minutes. I mean, around here, like, one of the things that we even talk about, like that, that people just in general, like if you live in Minneapolis, it's 20 minutes anywhere, no matter anywhere. what, it's 20 yeah, minutes exactly. to go anywhere, exactly. which is, which is like convenient, you know, like it's yeah. for me, it's that's 30 fine. minutes to get into the city. Like yeah. I work 30 minutes away. So that's an hour commute every day. Yeah. Same for me. <laughs> not, and it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> could, couldn't do that back, you know, when I lived in the UK, but. <laughs> Right? Just that's wild that's wild to think about i want to go to the uk so bad so with that though great like to visit. great place to visit what um, what is it like touring 
so I don't have a whole lot of extensive knowledge on like Canada, you know, I, the, I, you know, you have the different provinces, the different cities within the provinces. So what's it like? So for us, it's like, we release a tour. It's like, Hey, we're hitting, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, we're, you know, hitting all these States. What's it like to go on tour uh, in Canada? What, like, what would your route be? Something like that. Like what cities would you be hitting? Seattle, Portland, <laughs> Washington, just, Oregon. We're just doing yeah. all the states, really. Yeah, exactly, and and you know, not to give Canada a bad rep, but kind of. I mean, we went on a massive tangent here, but kind of when I moved here, um, there wasn't too much at the time for local bands coming up. I would say there were right, a few, yeah. um, and a couple that just kind of aren't floating around anymore. But um, the timing of it, I would say. But us starting has been really good because there are a lot of great bands, Captains, Youth Fountain, um, there's Nicholas Rage, like you said. Uh, there's some really cool bands coming up. And yeah. at the same time, there's bands on the island, Anchorage Blue and Poor Sport. Loads and really cool. But kind of, I would say five years ago, maybe there was slightly less. And I don't know yeah. whether that's just, you know, a bunch of people at the same time starting bands um or getting inspired by other people who knows but it's definitely picked up i would say i've got the privilege of being able to compare the uk the us and canada and you know you interviewed royals and they're not wrong most uk (laughs) bands a lot of uk bands i know they don't even bother with england they just skip and go straight into europe because Hmm. the shows are way cooler there and you know in the uk you get a lot of this (laughs) and you, you don't get that in Canada. What I would say about Canada is, you know, the population's smaller, but um, you go to the, ma- the main cities, the shows are pretty much the same as what you do in the US, you, you know, c- considering where you are with your career and what bands sure. you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. So, um, so it's very comparable. So with touring-wise, though, in Canada, like Canada is obviously also very spread out. There are some, mm-hmm. you know, More areas so. that there's More really so. nothing. so so that there's nothing so um yeah so how do you guys do you do 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 people in general do tours from one side to the other or how how does that work i've known a couple of bands that do it because then you know if you stick in canada you don't have to do the u.s visas which are fucking expensive right Um, it's a whole ordeal as well very timely and costly and honestly getting your head around it is a nightmare so sure. yeah, I, there's definitely bands that do stick to Canada. Um, the problem with it is, and we've never done it for this reason, there are there's two days at times without shows because there's just nothing. Yeah. You know, unless you're going to stop and play in a town of a thousand people or a village, rather, or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, there's really there's really no point in there. You know, of course, if you are touring Canada, then Sometimes you kind of got to do that and play a bar show and play to a bunch of locals that don't know you and hope for the best. But that's kind of the issue that you take on if you want to do a Canada tour is that you've just got such vast areas of empty space. Even for us, you know, like we say the Western Canada and that sort of thing. And we've got us and you found in Cool Little Captains and Nicholas Rage. For us to go and meet Cool Little Captains or meet Nicholas Rage, that's 16 hour drive. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> we still call it we're western canada but it's so far away it's right. so far away that's true so that's, that's that, like our drive from here to pennsylvania right and yeah you know you guys are kind of closer to the i when we went out to the east and the midwest uh 2019 we were blown away because it was like three hour drive show two hour yeah. drive another show yeah yeah that's the nice. most the most will drive like at least when i was in doing my routing the most that i would like be okay with driving is five hours and even yeah. then that would push it that's you know? tough though sometimes man like any sometimes being under eight holy shit that's tough sometimes but we do we how do i say this you might not get the show that you've wanted to get and it might be farther away but the opportunity is always there so like you know if i want to tour you know the Midwest, I'm going to hit cities. Okay. So 
Chicago, two-hour drive. From Chicago to Kansas, uh, from Chicago to Springfield, Missouri, it's a a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. Springfield to Kansas City, four-hour drive, you know, and then go up to Des Moines, about a a four-and-a-half-hour drive, and then hit the Minneapolis, about a three-hour drive, you know. It's not crazy. It's, you know, it's even even out on the west coast for you guys it's it gets pretty crazy you it know? does booking the west coast is pretty hard though <laughs> we, always do the, uh, we always do the the hell drive which is portland to northern california whether it's sacramento or somewhere else but yep the longest drive i had for a next day show was vegas to chicago <laughs> yeah. I, yeah i and i drove <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah. We were, we were pretty lucky. The, I think the longest one we've just done this month, last month, uh, we did El Paso to Dallas. So that was it was still an open about a six, as I say, it's still about a six to seven hour drive, isn't it? Which is it wild. I think it was like 12 or something, but holy we had, shit, we had to go through the night and because, yeah, because yeah, El Paso, I mean. It's the pass. It's right in, on the border yeah. of Mexico and Texas. It's, and then it's, Dallas is like state. central, uh, north central yeah. Texas. It's wild to think just how big that one state is. Oh, it's, it's, in, it's just insane. I've been in bands that have they don't need just that, that state space. for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy, man. We spent a week there and we could have... we. Didn't even play every city, you know. There are there are definitely a couple more we could have fit in. There's a lot of empty space though in in Texas too, like a like a ton. There's a lot of ranch like uh, property, or I guess mm-hmm. uh, ranch land. There's a lot of uh, you know mount, not mountains, um, desert and and Rockies and all that kind of shit. So yeah. a lot of it's not very habitable. But yeah, yeah. Neither, neither is any bit of Texas. Let's be honest. So. We got a little derailed and just talking about driving and routes and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to move on to our next question. I feel I've done for a month. It's just like, it's in my head. I close my eyes. <laughs> no, dude, I feel you. <laughs> we kind of just did something similar. So we were just came from Minnesota, went straight down to Dallas, Texas. So and that was a long drive for a festival. Long drive. I mean, considering you drive across the country, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> like yeah. you just top to bottom, pretty much top to bottom. <laughs> But so in a world dominated by social media, what do you feel is the most useful form of social media to use while promoting the band? Mm, It's a great question because I mean, clearly we're not very good at it because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we're we're still, you know, up and coming band, you could say Um, it's tough. I mean, and it's, it's always changing right now. It's, it's all about TikTok and, you know, we've got friends in bands and they're just, they're, their platform is kicking off and they're picking up more and more fans every day that way. Um, I think that one in tw- the year 2022, you have to say that that's the, the most important one at the moment. Apparently the way the algorithms work is kind of more beneficial as well. So like, you know, you could post something, it doesn't do much. If you do that on Instagram, it's dead. Uh, you do it on TikTok, maybe three hours later, four hours later, pop punk videos or band videos are like popping off mm-hmm. and so the algorithm picks you up and spits you back out there so i mean there's cool benefits to it like that i think that's got to be moving forward a, a bigger platform and obviously video content is more entertaining than than photos and that yeah um, for us like uh, we try and keep a healthy balance and all of it i think you can tell um kind of between who out of the band members who runs which platform because you on twitter you'll get a bit more star wars and you know a bit more sass and instagram is a bit more to the point where it's hey this is happening this is happening i feel Um, like twitter is made for like star wars and sass though you know i think so specifically that's that's why joe does it that's why joe in our band does it um but yeah a twitter account is now just gonna be star wars and sass yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's it. You've just got to have a healthy balance in all of them. I think some some will come, some will go. I mean, Facebook seems to be a dying concept, I would say, in a lot of senses for in terms of people using it. But then I find it literally. I literally only use it for marketplace. Literally, yeah, it, it is such a dead. It is such a dead form of advertisement now. 
Um, there's a select few, you know, there's a select few groups, um, that are still like still work. I mean, use it. It's a tool that you have to use it. You should be using it. Mm -hmm. Um, but you don't put your money into it. That's the big one. It's like, you don't put any excessive money into Facebook and it doesn't work that way anymore. Um, and it, but you know, the trends like you're talking about trends are TikTok. the trends are video content. YouTube now has reels that you can that you can uh, throw yeah. on. TikTok has stories. Snapchat has stories oh, yeah. still. Like you can I don't, promote through I, Snapchat. Like I don't understand the uh, the TikTok stories though. That's the that's where I'm sitting. Like it, that's I am so confused about it because it is literally just TikTok. another TikTok. <laughs> it's just another. It's TikTok. just another TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but you can scroll through just because it's it's more like it's more like hey, what are your TikTokers doing now? today because like stories are stuff that you post today they only last 24 hours oh so it's like so it's like hey i could be a day in the life of you know this tiktoker and it's like oh hey they're drinking that fucking coffee again i don't know (laughs) um but but the idea no coffee oh like the idea of where are they getting duff (sighs) the idea of stories is like to give to give your fans or your people whatever it is yeah, a little behind the scenes insight to what what sure. it's like to live like you. I guess I know that sounds kind of dumb, <sighs> but it's a tool. Use it. <laughs> poor, hundred percent, and that's really it. poor, broke. I was going to say for you know, Facebook is definitely a dying one, but, but what I find quite useful still is that it are still the community groups. Um, yeah, yep. the groups are good. Yeah, the group and a lot of them are kind of you know, there's a lot of non music content going on, but um yeah it's still there's still you know it's a place to to communicate with people that like the same stuff so i mean that's the only use i see there whereas you know Absolutely. five years ago that was the most important one so right um mm-hmm. it's that's it. it it constantly changes at the moment it's got to be tiktok and yeah we're <laughs> i mean i'm on the wrong side of 30 now so i'm not the i'm not too up to date with tiktok i've left that feel you. <laughs> not there yet not there yet close so we're gonna i got one more question then we're gonna move on to our next segment if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out what would it be damn damn it is (laughs) yeah don't do it (laughs) um do you know what actually i think given (laughs) given the uh the drama that we've just been through with our vehicle um if you're going to go out and tour look after your vehicle look after your vehicle and and the the problem is is that you never really have um enough upfront investment to get a good vehicle right you know if you're going in and you're getting something that's a little bit older or a little bit you know it's seen better days know that and look after it and yes. do what you can and be you know proactive about that as a yes oh my god yes yes what we've just done and it's put a massive hole in our pockets so um yeah. this is the first time on a, on our podcast that we've had someone mention that and i've been yep. dying uh for someone to do it uh so, died. that's why I mean, <laughs> yeah so okay while we're on the this topic, because this is actually something that our listeners should know. Okay, so two things. One, um, whenever I become in a band again, and whenever we start touring again, I am going to be picking up um, a YouTube channel called the DIY, like a DIY uh, musician, like how to keep your van up to date and running. Because every single time that I've ever seen a friend's band go on tour, I see a GoFundMe seven days later that says <laughs> our van broke down, and it's like. Okay. Yeah. Let's cover the basics here real quick. Let's 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 uh let's talk about what uh like what the details of that actually is. Okay, number 1. Check your fucking coolants, check your fluids, change your damn oil. I do not care how old the oil is. I don't I, I don't I don't care. Change the oil no matter how new or how old it is. Take your van for a car wash. Go wash that car. Take care of that please do it and clean it out Two, check your brakes like your like your rotors please check your rotors take your van 
for a drive, if you feel wobble at all, the chances of it being your rotors are a lot more like bigger than anything else. Only because if it was me or anything like I've witnessed, when you're not touring with a van, it's usually just kind of sitting there. So if it sits there, the heat gets it to it and it can warp your rotors. Rotors are easy to replace. Just look up a damn YouTube video. It's so it's so easy. It's not even funny. I just changed my headlights by myself. Right. Yeah. YouTube and Google, I'm guessing. YouTube and Google. Yep. Uh, <laughs> learn how learn how to change a spark plug. It's not hard. Learn what a spark plug is, learn what a coil pack is. Learn what a uh, serpentine belt or timing belt, whatever gear your vehicle would uh, would be, and learn how to change that. Super easy maintenance stuff that doesn't need like a lot. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I'll I have so much, but the last thing that I want to like leave everyone here with: bring a tool chest or a tool kit to keep in your van. I had uh, a set of wrenches in the back seat, like in the in the in the pullout. Uh, you know, the little cloth thing that, that's behind the seat. You just throw it in there. the van, somewhere in the van, in, in the van. No I had, uh, I had ratchets underneath <laughs> my seat and uh, make sure that your jack is working and you have a spare fucking tire. Like mm. just be prepared. It's not hard. It'll cost you less money to buy a good spare tire and jack than pay for a tow and a brand new tire uh, and even rim at that point, like a whole new wheel after a breakdown or like a popped tire or something that's going to send you flying. It's not hard. Just I'm going to add to it. I'm going to add to the key thing that has fucked us up was during the pandemic, no one drove it. Oh, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're not on the road, you still got to, Drive that car. You still yes. gotta drive it around active. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You gotta gotta get it. Keep it active. moving. If you can get someone to daily drive it, like you know, insure it and use it for a month or two. And mm-hmm. it needs to be like because we had issues that you know couldn't be determined uh, whilst whilst we got it checked up before we left. Um, but then happened a couple of days in, and you know those things. A, a lot of it you can't control, but yeah. if you you know that van's not going to go on tour for a while, make sure and Just commit to still to still driving it, yes. and running it because it, it is a commitment. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more tool that you should have. I'm sorry, but it's only like sixty bucks. It ranges from anywhere between like twenty to eighty. It doesn't matter. An OBD reader. It's mm-hmm. a little tool. Yep. That you just plug in, like if you take your car to AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly's, I don't care where you are. If you take it, they plug in a tool right into that port underneath the uh, steering column. You can buy that tool for about 60 bucks. It'll give you a code. Take that code to Google or uh, search, a, like if, let's say it's a Chevy, right? There's type in Chevy well. code. Yeah, yeah. Apps, yeah. yeah, there's an app for, like there's everything. Just type the code in, search it up. It'll give you exactly what it is diagnosed simple before it like gets any farther go to an auto zone and borrow a free set of tools like it's not hard and mm-hmm. get it get it fixed before it's a problem be like like you said proactive not reactive oh man yeah so i mean i'm selling my car at this point like <laughs> i'm just gonna drive that van every day and <laughs> at well, least i know it's looked after right and yeah. i don't drive too far I and mean, like do 10 minutes here and there yeah and so Ar- then, archers had me come with them to buy their van because they wanted me to look it over oh, uh we we just played with them in uh yep. in Dallas. Yeah. so that's that's my older brother's band and some friends of mine's band um so they were like because they saw like all the mechanic work that i put into my my van and how i took care of it they were like would you want to come with us to buy this van and see if it's any good i'm like absolutely i will and then i checked it out totally fine then they screwed it up and got into an accident and then uh or i think it was an accident and then their uh, engine block like snapped so that oh. it had a crack in it so Damn. that sucked <laughs> and yeah yeah no they were actually just checking out our setup at that show um you've forgotten his name but the the bassist oh uh nate porter yeah yeah so he was like blown away by our setup because we we don't carry a trailer we are so lightweight and we just have the the uh the extended van 
to cut the back to uh, benches. Well, it's not. It's not hard to blow his mind because all he does is bring a base. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all, It's literally. It's literally all he does is but bring he, the he was, base. He Whoa! And it's like, man, you've got to go the bunk route. Get all your gear yeah. underneath you and sleep on top. Sleep on top. Everybody. You're good to go. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next couple segments. Hey, Pat here with Unsigned Pop Punk. We're a community dedicated to building up the music scene by shining a spotlight on up and coming bands. Now, I know what you must be thinking. These guys must be raking in the cash. Wrong. But you can help us help others by picking up some merch. We found what big business is selling shirts for, and we slashed the prices. We saw what people are charging for sweatshirts, and we windmill kicked those prices in the face. So pick up some merch from us today. You won't be mad you did. And we're back. Thank you guys once again for listening to the podcast. We're going to jump right into the obscure question segment. Are you ready? I was born ready for this segment. No, you weren't. Don't lie to me. If you could only have one movie that you could watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? Told you you weren't ready. Don't lie to me. Don't uh, ever <laughs> fucking lie to me. Shrek. Shrek? Shrek? That's, yeah. Shrek's your movie, huh? Dang. Damn. Is it for the meme or are you just like genuinely like Shrek? I think it's a fantastic movie. I mean, it's All right. such a great movie. It still makes it me laugh. A, it's a great uh, movie. I love Mike Myers. Already, it's hilarious. That's it. And I've already committed to, it's probably the movie I've watched the most of. I can say the first 25 minutes, every single line. Like, I'm nice. already halfway there, right? Like, You're there. That's, that's all you need. I support okay. that. Like, Honestly, I support that a lot. <laughs> I I'm, I'm assuming Bear is some sort of Star Wars movie. Probably uh, like the third one, like because it's the best. Just because Revenge of the Sith <laughs> is one of the best Star Wars movies doesn't mean that I'm gonna pick it. Yeah. Um, we no, have I haven't regularly. seen Shrek in like seven years. You should give it a good go, man. It's, should should I give it a, a redo? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently watching a movie called um, uh, what is it, Sea Beasts or whatever. Oh yeah, like that. The, I want to see that. That looked really good. I'm like like 40 minutes in. It's fantastic. Oh, it's right, so good. Yeah, it's okay. like a Netflix original or what that. What I'm like, what the? F-? I saw it on a TikTok. I was like, this looks amazing. And then I just watched watched it. It's kind of fantastic. It gives me um, uh, like Sinbad meets uh, How to Train Your Dragon vibes. With oh, like the animation, like it's pretty freaking cool, and I think it's Carl Urban as the voice. I think okay, sure. It sounds like Carl Urban, but there's a there's a show that just came out on Netflix that I've been meaning to watch, and it's with Mike Myers. Uh, it's called The Pentaveret. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. It's um the the concept of it is is great because it is it's this random um like conspiratorial organization kind of like the illuminati you know that he created way back in the movie so i married an axe murderer uh Mm -hmm. it's it's when he plays the character of his like old father his father is talking about the pentaveret and how they control everything and so he's like fuck it i'll make it i'll make the pentaveret fuck it i'll make it i mean Where's it looks awesome been for so long but i i saw that he he had brought that out and i was like all right i'm in i haven't watched it yet and honestly another good one is is i'm just binging the original series of star trek at the moment it's uh actually pretty fantastic which one uh the the original series the original oh, star okay trek. yeah have you, you yeah we i was i was more of the star trek enterprise i feel like you go back to the original and it's like dudes in clearly visible Suits. it's it's it actually <laughs> holds up significantly it, it, I the mean, way they did it is like they did it pretty it was good. still groundbreaking you know what i mean like yeah. it was still a very very good with special effects obviously is uh it was before star wars it was before lucasfilm it was before um uh industrial light and sound which was uh, george lucas's company um mm-hmm. 
So it was all before that, but it was all mostly practical effects. Yeah. Which is pretty freaking cool. But yeah, you get the you get the cheap looking suits, you know, you get the cheap. Oh, yeah. It was props. the 60s, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I like, mean it, yeah, was six, it, it hey, wasn't let's great. keep this in mind. It was like roughly 60 fucking years ago. That's insane. Which, Think like, about that for a second. And yeah. and what's cool too is like the act <laughs> the actors still have to how do I say this? They have to act better and more, I guess, to sell yeah. it because they're not relying on anything else but acting. And I'm not saying that's a discredit to actors nowadays. That's not what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, we were in music, right? We know what it's like. To be, oh, hey, I can just uh, I can just time edit that one, that take, just cut and splice yeah. it, copy, paste. You know what I mean? Like, we're back. But then, if you have as many bands if we were back in the 60s, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A- absolutely. Which, I mean, take me back. Let's go. So. Um, <laughs> yeah but uh, and also on his point now i know we're talking about star trek a little bit but that's also because me and bear have like recently become begun started wa- starting to watch star trek for like the first time basically yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean i've seen episodes when my dad was yeah, watching but like but i didn't care <laughs> so i was watching i, I texted bear like a last week i think sometime um, I was watching the Star Trek uh, number five, the movie number five. And this is what's wild to me. I think the movie came out in like 1989, right? Yeah. And Captain Kirk, William Shatner, the beginning of the movie, he is climbing a mountain. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? To hug the mountain, to envelop that mountain why do i climb the mountain because i'm in love okay like for fun you know he's just like mountain climbing and 1989 right how old do you think you know william shatner was in 1989 i have no idea dude the motherfucker was in his 60s he's just 60s just climbing mountains just climbing mountains fighting people He's in his 60s, man. And he looks like he's in like his 40s. It's insane. The dude is 90-something years old. Yeah, currently. he's older than Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he is 10 years older than Patrick Stewart. And Patrick Stewart looks like the world's grandfather. Yeah, he's yeah. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> uh, aside from Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart is the oldest man alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's just insane though because if you were to look at those two dudes like side by side you're like well obviously patrick stewart is like yeah much older That's no, dude. I, mean, but, I mean the whole enterprise what's that 80s 90s Man, he, enterprise he was, like, i think enterprise was in the 90s was... or two are, or we're 2000s. Talking about, are we talking about yeah that's with um, I mean, enterprise and was probably like i don't know 30 he just looked double it you know because yeah, the dude <laughs> enterprise was with the dude from like quantum leap or what something yeah wasn't it? and yeah. and it had um oh i can't remember but it was more it was definitely more modern yeah um but okay so we're on this topic of so uh, is it old, that was in the 2000s because star trek the next generation was in the 90s yeah oh you know i think that's what i'm thinking of though. okay with patrick of. stewart yeah because okay, they yeah. own the Enterprise, right? Yes. Yeah, there is one called Enterprise, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's no, what I, I was thinking. I was one. like, I'm, I've missed that's, that one. That's okay. fine. It's yep. cool. Um, but okay, <laughs> so the three oldest men that I like, not like by like age, but like you, you, you think they're like the oldest men alive is, uh, you know, uh, William Shatner, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, and, uh, you know, four, yeah. sorry, Ian McKellen and Christo- uh, Christopher Lee. But I think Christopher Lee is dead. Yeah, Christopher Lee passed away. But I was thinking about Christopher Lee. Did you know he was the ins- inspiration for James Bond? Who was? Christopher Lee? Chris- Christopher Lee. Because his, uh, I think it was like his cousin-in-law uh, was the writer, the author for James Bond. And on top of that, there, do you remember in the extended edition of Lord of the Rings when uh, his character gets stabbed and he lets out that like sharp gasp, like that, oh, you know, remember that when Sauron gets stabbed? Well, Peter Jackson was like, Not I really. want you. OK, fair enough. Peter Jackson, the director, <laughs> was like, I want you to uh, like yell. And he was like, because. 
Christopher Lee served in World War II. And I think, I think it was even like World War One when he was really, really, really young. It, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't Something. shock me. Yeah. But he was like, he literally looks at uh, Peter Jackson and goes, have you ever heard what it's like when a man gets stabbed? Because I have. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jackson was like, okay, <laughs> just walk yeah, okay. away. <laughs> like, okay. how fucking badass is that? I mean, that's horrible. But like, the dude just like, yeah, that's not what people. That's not what happens. That's not what people. That's not the sound they make when they get stabbed in the back because you're getting stabbed in the lungs. <laughs> like, you don't know. Ah, you're like, <gasps> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Shit. <laughs> okay, okay, we got we got one more obscure question for you. <laughs> If you had to create a Dungeons and Dragons character, what would you be and what would you name yourself? Oh, man. I don't know. I actually, I only ever played this once. So, and, and everyone didn't want to play with me because I made myself super cool or something. I didn't, <laughs> I I didn't know it. you had to be like, you know, kind of lenient with it. I know I went full out. I was like, yeah, it's badass. And I don't know. Maybe someone who has wings and can fly, because um, that would be sick. Uh, I don't know what superpower or anything I'd have or any kind of attack, but some kind of flying swoop. Um, okay, I like name, it. I don't know name. Hmm. <laughs> the name. I'm. I'm not sure where we're going to go with that. We'll go for. French Cade Lavender. French no, actually, that's a wait. Velusa. That's Velusa? the name of this candle behind me. So I'm going for Velusa. Ooh. Velusa. I like that. That's good. That's a good one. That, yeah, this candle is like safe. Wait, wait, hold up. Pat, look around you in the next five seconds. Look at something that you have, and then like your character would be that. What would it be? Lestalka. Lestalka. Mine, yeah. would, be, mine would be Arturia. Ooh, gosh, we got some really good names here, guys. We should start a campaign. Dude, I want to get into D&D so bad. So bad. Look, any part I got of some dice out there. I haven't there, played, but I bought I have, dice because I, I wanted dice. to play. I have dice, too. If there are any listeners out there that want to do some D&D, <laughs> we could do a D&D campaign over Zoom. I am Dude, so serious. Let's fucking peeps. go. New, I got... I got uh, Christian from Settle Your Scores, who you got the little shirt on. Yeah, we've been talking about D and D in it. Let's there do we it. Go, there we go. There we go. And I mean, he's got to have a just as cool name as well to join. I'm pretty sure he is like just a ton of. He's got a stack of names he's already came up with. <laughs> he's like, oh, do you need do you need things? Here's here's uh here's a list. Here you go. Here's yeah. a here's a list yeah. of names and characters and oh, yeah. classes. You're good. All right. You did it. You made it through the obscure question segment. We're going to move on real quick to the next segment, which is the rapid fire question segment. Yep. Okay. This don't, one's don't lie easy. to me. Don't tell me you're ready. No, no. He's ready. No, He's got no, this. Ready. He's got <laughs> this. It's super easy. You're just going to speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. And here we go. Coke We're or Pepsi? Pepsi. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. <laughs> Mario or Luigi? Mario. Uh, Gwen Stefani or Haley Williams? Haley Williams. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell. Last question. Some 41 or yellow card? Some. It'll be some. Canada represent. See, I was about to say that when I hopped in, we were talking about like bands from Canada. I'm like, isn't Sum 41 from Canada? Sum 41 is from Canada. Isn't Avril Lavigne from Canada? Avril Lavigne is from Canada. So my girl and my boy. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Well, that's it. You did it. You made it through the podcast. All that's left. So, uh, just let everybody, you know, d- give everybody, you know, your info. Where, like, where can they wow, find man. you? What's next? Let's the, let's hear it. The, the delivery was fantastic. I know. <laughs> As he's drinking a hard Mountain Dew, Mm-mm. send me one. It's not. It's the Major Melon. It's just regular. Oh, I gotta figure that one. Out. I gotta get that. 
I'm gonna, I might go to the store. All right, All right. sorry. Floor is yours. Go ahead. <laughs> Mountain Dew. And no, wait, hold on. Chief States. Chief, Chief States, where it's at. Um, <laughs> you can find Mountain Dew at all Mountain of your Dew local gas all. stations. Okay. Every gas station is <laughs> um, Chief State in all gas stations across the US. Uh, oh, gas station sick. tour? Let's do yeah. it. Man, Rooftop so, gas station so. tour. That's what you will see me. I will make a I will make a pit in a quick trip. Bears like <laughs> you will see me thrice. It's Bucky's for me. It's Bucky's. I just Bucky's. Yeah, Bucky's. We're, we're gonna hit we're gonna hit quick trip, Bucky's, Wawa, Sheets. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, she's fuck. He's we're gonna, gonna hit the other quick trip that has the QT in Kansas City for all my Kansas that? City homies. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, you'll find us online. But uh check out the album, Waiting for Your Colors. We just dropped that uh, yes. month. So Go check that out, and hopefully in the future, couple months time, we'll have some more announcements on tours and that sort of thing, but we'll see how that goes. Maybe an acoustic EP, we'll see what, what floats our boat, but for the time being, Waiting for Your Colors is brand new, so go and check that out. Well, thank you so much for being here, guys. This has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry, and we will catch you next Monday. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.